just do the subscribe. No Maybe do the rating. You know, it helps. Like, it's a lot of work for us to do this, like yeah. I talked on the last episode. It's a lot of fun. I love coming here. Oh, yeah. It's also a lot of work. Like, I drive, like, what, about an hour to get here yeah. and back total, and you're spending time letting me into your house and mm-hmm. getting away from work. And so, like, if you just hit subscribe, like, like five-star rating, it makes it better for it us. Helps. It, it helps. It helps. It does. It just helps, man. It does. You're good at that stuff. What the hell? That, that, just saying how much it helps. It does help. Took the A to C, <laughs> remove the B and why that lay between. Complacency drew the foul so flagrantly. I'm trying to talk to God, but there's too much latency. Maybe that is make-believe, designed to keep my pound of steam engine on the train line. Did I mention meanwhile I've been getting airtime? I've been lawless, I've been lawless, I might never come down. Spread the sounds, spread the love, spread the blood on the globe Another beat, another spot to unload Letters in bold, another verse left for you to decode Get it and get your dome, climb up with the bacala mode I'm on the slow road, mind open, I know what I know Scoping for the perfect beat, slow motion till I find the beach Because my time is sweet, it ain't much, but it's a lot to me Meaning I don't stress, see the B for the honey, no less I'm trying to talk to God, but there's too much latency. That's a Shredder's line. My new favorite uh, hip-hop group ever. They were part of Doomtree. You ever hear of Doomtree out of the Twin Cities? It was like a collaborative of rappers. Okay. Collaboration of rappers. Collaborative of, of rapists. Yes, yes, rapists. I'll take the rapist for two hundred. <laughs> it's therapist. It's therapist. What were the other ones he did? It was like, uh, oh, there were so many good ones on that. What was it? Are you talking about? Yeah, uh, uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> like anal bum cover. Anal bum cover. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> That's an album cover. <laughs> that might have been one of the best Saturday Night Live sketches of all time. I think so. They did, what, four or five of them? And it was yeah. always Will Ferrell was Alex Trebek. Yeah. And then it was like Burt Reynolds was uh, Norm, <laughs> Norm McDonald. McDonald. And there was, there was a couple other, I can't remember who. Norm McDonald uh, doing Burt uh, Reynolds was like the number one. Oh, yeah. Daryl Hammond did uh, Sean Connery. Yeah. As well. <laughs> what does the song? What does what, what is the sound a doggy makes? <laughs> he said, "Woof." That's not that's not what your mother made last night, Trebek. <laughs> oh my god, that was awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, it is uh, it is episode number thirty nine. If you can yeah. believe it or not, here we are. Uh, and I haven't seen you in a while because I know. even though we released uh, the last episode on October 29th, yeah, we recorded that on October second. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. So that's been a long time. That's been over a month since we've sat in this room we've and done a podcast. Done a podcast. That's right. Holy crap. Well, I had to go on a I had to go on a vacation after our last episode, so I brought you a present. Oh my gosh. I, I wanna I wanna give it to you over the air. Yes. I brought you a present. I was in uh, one of the coolest places ever, Coastal Maine. Yeah. So I so I stopped to one of your favorite breweries in the Bucket entire world. List. Yeah, look yes. at that. Yes. And dude, I because I sent you a video <sighs> of drinking a shipyard pumpkin ale. <laughs> yeah. And you know what they do up there? They glaze the rim I saw with that. like caramel and then they put like cinnamon on it and stuff. And that's Good how God. every, like even a sports bar would be like, do you want the rim? Like, that's how they do it. That's how there. they do pumpkin and, head and up there. And it was so good. Oh my God. Shipyard pumpkin head is literally my favorite, like pumpkin beer, if you will. Mine too. It's 100%. so good. It is so good. So dude, thank you. That is awesome. Yeah. And so they had a really killer, like the... I didn't go to the real brewery, but I sure. went to where they used to brew it. Okay. In um, oh geez, it's some crazy town name. Uh, but anyway, that uh, where they used to brew it was like some big shop that okay. just had all this memorabilia and stuff. And so yeah, I had to pick you something up, man. Dude, I appreciate that. Thank you so much, man. Too bad you won't be able to drink a shipyard out of there for I know. another like. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna save it for next year so I can do that and do the whole rim trick. Yeah, and everything. you got to read about what it is. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was like caramel and cinnamon and. Okay. It was, dude, it was awesome. That sounds great. And to have it straight out of the tap as yeah. a draft beer was yeah. totally different. Totally oh, different. I bet. I, like, it's got to take some time to get over here and to have be like, I'm sure it's just a whole different experience. It was good. Nice. It was That's really good. Awesome. And I'll tell you what, uh, if you guys ever get a chance to go to like coastal Maine, yeah. we went up to as far as Booth Bay Harbor, yeah. just hit these small fishing villages, okay. ate wherever you could, got seafood. Yeah. Like fresh fucking seafood. It was so good. Have you ever had a lobster roll? Yes. I love lobster rolls. It's, it is literally Ow. my goal. 
to do lobster breakfast, lunch, and dinner in Maine. Well, you're going to be in the right place okay, for that. Because that's a, that's a bucket list place for you, right? Yeah, like, you're yes, going to go up is. there? Yes. We're, I think we're trying to go, actually, next July. Cool. We're trying to plan for it. So. It, it, sounds like, uh, it sounds like all the way up until Martin Luther King Day is their busy season. So, and okay. like, it can get pretty intense up there. And really? like old, old people <sighs> driving around going, oh! Well, let's go check out the antiques. You know, like <laughs> it can get pretty crazy up there. But we went after we went first weekend of October, and it was yeah. perfect. Dude. Okay, every like it wasn't too crazy touristy. The weather was okay. You got a yeah. jacket on. Yeah, all the restaurants were open. Nice. Um, so yeah, I mean, whenever you That's go, it's going to be amazing. Okay, but then if you're up there, you can hit uh, Salem, Massachusetts, which I which I did. Okay, I'd like to bring Sean Pryor there. Yes, <laughs> we were there in like Halloween peak season, oh, walking God. around Salem, Massachusetts. It was unreal really like i'm a i'm i've realized that i sort of like traveling places to see film locations really i didn't think that was a thing i like to do but i actually kind of do it all the time it's becoming a consistent thing for you it really is man like if you go to portland oregon or astoria yeah uh like they filmed a lot of movies out there goonies Goonies. uh point break so like i find myself looking for these film locations Mm -hmm. and of course in salem Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. That is, that's where they did that. Oh God. Yeah, they did. Oh God. And so yeah. I got, so I found, uh, the Max Dennison's house, like the house. Yeah. I found the school. I found, um, the, where the parents have the Halloween dance party. Oh God. I, I got all, I got photos of all that stuff. That's and great. That town is awesome. Yeah. It is, um, it's really creepy to walk through that town. Really? Because it's, it's like, it's one of the oldest towns in the United States. It yeah. has the first and second oldest cemetery in the United States, which you got to go to. And that was creepy. Oh my God. 400 year old, uh, what? skeletons in the ground kind of yeah. thing, you know, but what's weird. So, you know, like Salem was where the witch trials happened. I was just right? going to ask, did you see any witches walking around? I didn't. Oh, oh man. I tried. But here's what's weird. <laughs> you, you only hear like, you think Sanderson sisters, you think witch trials, but yeah. like they, they go, they make a very concerted effort to explain to you in this town that like, there were no witches in this town. Mm-hmm. Everyone that died, all 32 people or whatever that died during the witch trials yeah. were innocent people. God. And that, that basically were framed into like, everybody was scared. Think about the times back then there. You're going to 50% of your population is going to die over the winter. Yeah. You've got to worry about Indian attacks. You've got to worry <laughs> about plague. You've got to, so like they were scared of everything. And all of a sudden, when bad things happen, they wanted to blame it on something. And it's like, well, witches. Let's we'll just, blame it on we'll, witches. We'll just put it on this hocus pocus stuff. Yeah. Like just, oh. And it was, it was, but it was really cool for them to to, to take these tours and go like, listen, mm-hmm. we're we're not here to tell you ghost stories. We're here to tell you what happened and to honor the people that lost their lives for because no reason other than religion and terror, people being terrified. Oh my like that, God. that was what happened. You know, that's like, that's so much, I think that's so much scarier than they're actually being witches. Right. <laughs> I'd rather there be a witch <laughs> that, turning me into like, a newt. Please. There can't be something like, well, <laughs> and this is what was weird. Like I, I, I like learning that though. I get, I learn more. St- I like to learn more history, but the, if you accuse, like if we were best friends, we live next door and I accused you of being a witch. Mm-hmm. That's all it would take. There's no proof. Yeah. You go to jail. Um, and now you have to start paying money to be in jail. If you're poor, all of a sudden now you can't pay your jail. So they auction off all your land and your, everything you own. Good God. So like, it was a land grab for people. Like I could just be like, I mean, I really want what AJ has. He's a witch. Take him away. I'm going to take his land now. Rough. Yeah. Terrifying. That is, that's so messed up. That that (laughs) is like, that's like the epitome of like, I just, yeah, I just want your shit. Like I, like you say, it's a land grab. I wonder how I could gain more just without doing a lot. Shit. I just want your shit. <laughs> That's so fucked And up. it was, it was so cool though. Like that town was really fun to walk through. There was some great tours that we took. We, yeah. uh, we just hung out and it was very spooky. <laughs> spooky. What do you go? Spooky. It was spooky. Spoo- it had the, the veil was extra thin <laughs> in, in Salem, Massachusetts. I'll tell you that much. It was a weird spot, but it was, yeah. it was super cool, man. And that was, uh, that was a much needed trip for me uh, because I knew that like Halloween, the, the Halloween show was coming up. Yeah. And I was going through some like 
tough real estate deals and, Mm. and shit. And so it was a nice little needed trip, but, um, we, this, this episode I think is going to be one of the most important ones that we do. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I I think it's one of the most important things that we could possibly offer and be open about. I got, I got the idea from our friends at cover band confidential. Uh, those guys, uh, I was on their podcast. They were on an episode five. They, they had the idea and they talked about, uh, mental health, self care for a little bit. And I thought, you know, maybe some of our listeners listen to their, um, their podcast. Maybe they don't, but I think we can offer some unique perspective on it. Yeah. And I think it's, it's super important because it's not something that we talk about. Yeah. Like not only as men, just me and you sitting here and maybe the majority of our musician population being men. Right. Oh, don't talk about it. You're a man. Like suck it up. Your feelings. Don't talk about your feelings. Cram those down in there into (laughs) a black hole and just let them die. Yes. I I totally don't think it's talked about enough as, as men, but also just as musicians. Um, I think, our, our music community is a very, not just our music, like musicians in general. Musicians, yes. We're a weird breed, a, a creative person, an artistic person. Um, you, we're just built a little different. And I think what's interesting about our community is that musicians can be very self-deprivating. Dep- yeah. uh, there's a lot of insecurities mm-hmm. as musicians, which come out in many different ways, like, right. like attacking others because I'm insecure or, yep. or just not wanting to put your art out there because you're scared of what people are going to say. Right. Um, and that brings about like a lot of depression that doesn't get talked about and a lot of uh, hatred for other bands or hatred for cover bands or original bands or yeah. certain musicians that did you wrong. Um, which then obviously leads to like alcohol abuse, substance abuse, mm-hmm. because we're not dealing with those things the way we should be. And we're not talking about them because we're, we're tough guys and like, look, everything's so great. We're a musician. Well, there's, there's, I don't think there's, it's very hard to come out with like a winning, mentality. You know what I mean? It's, it's very hard to think of like, think you're going to win if you're, if you're committing to arts and music and things like that. Cause if you, if you put it out there and you lose, you know, or, or it doesn't go the way you wanted, then you're, you're looking for somebody to blame. You get down on yourself, things like that. But like the other part that's like even not talked about is what if you win? And like, what if like the stresses that come along with the win, you know what I mean? Like, like the, then now it becomes bigger and you've got to do more and like, Oh God, there's literally no way to win as an artist because either you (laughs) suck and no one cares and you're putting all your feelings out there and nobody, you're an original band and you're literally putting your emotions out for people to listen to and they don't care or they hate it. They don't identify. They don't take it. Right. Yeah. Or you're, you're a cover band guy. That's like spending every waking free moment that he has trying to create this product that then you play for people that don't give a shit. Right. I mean, and then, so you brought up a good point. So what's interesting about me is that I've always been the super happy guy. Mm. Always. Yeah. Like I was like (laughs) in high school, I'm just like, yeah, this is so cool, man. Don't worry about everything. (laughs) Everything's great. Life is so cool. Right. Yeah. And I, I truly think I am and was happy, but the older I've got, the more that's changed into being like, man, fuck, fuck <laughs> everything. Fuck everybody. I'm getting older, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and, and here's what's weird. So like being a musician back in the day, uh, again, to tie it into what you just said, like nobody cared about the art we were putting out at. And like, right. why aren't, why if people just give us a chance, it'd be right. so great. And like me against the world, nobody mm-hmm. cares. But dude, um, the, the success that pork tornadoes have had are more than I could ever have dreamed of right. 20 years ago. Yeah. And it's almost worse now. Really? Like having to, having to, always try to be better and to top yourself and to always knowing that a plateau is coming somewhere. Yeah. You're eventually going to hit a peak and then you're going to go downhill. Yeah. And like, I don't want to hit that. So we got to work really hard to be better. And, and then you're hearing all these negative comments about you. Um, like these celebrities, man, like getting to an, I'm just a guy in a cover band that's popular in the state of Iowa. But like, what if you were the most famous of famous people? Uh, how do you put up with that, man? People wait for you to fall, man. They wait for you to just trip. Mm-hmm. And that's what sucks. And that's, that's not to take it to social media quite yet, but <laughs> it makes it easier, you know? Uh, 
It is like the success is something. And I think it's why people get in the rut of the idea of like, well, if I'm not working, if I'm not working and if I'm not grinding, if I'm not in pain, then I'm not being a musician. I'm not. It's like, there's this, there's this romantic idea of this starving artist and it's like, and, and then, then it becomes, that's what you're supposed to be. But then you get upset when other people are successful, if you know, and then the success factor is something a lot of people actually don't get to right? because they don't know what it is. Yeah. I think. And so I think the success, when you start having success, it almost becomes more detrimental because, because then you have more people looking at you and you have, I think you have more people again, coming to social media that brings up the point of that. It's easier to talk about. Yeah. I have friends. I know, I know I've, I have friends, people I consider friends that I know when we were doing stuff like summer jam or when we were doing things, um, like touring, yeah. you know, that we're keyboard warriors almost against us, yeah. you know? So like, we talk about that all it's the time. Scary. It's scary. I always use Slipknot as an example. I've heard some personal stories from people that were in Des Moines mm-hmm. when Slipknot was just this band that nobody knew of. Yeah. And everybody was like, man, one of us needs to make it. We're like, we got we to gotta do this. It, it can be any of us. We can do this. And yeah. then Slipknot makes it big, and then everybody hates them. Right. We're like, oh, how dare them? Yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be me. I didn't mean that anybody. I meant my band. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted it to be me. It should have been me. I want every, somebody to make it, a.k.a. I want me to make it, and but somebody else did, and now you're changing your tune. Uh, yeah. You know? And maybe, maybe there is a correlation because I, I've never done anything cooler in my entire life than what Pork Tornadoes have done over the last three, four years. Yeah. But also, I've, so, so I've had these insane highs, mm-hmm. but I've also had some insane lows, Yeah, which shouldn't shouldn't happen right like you're you're if you're if you're someone looking at the pork tornadoes being like oh they they did that they sold out the paramount theater that's all i could ever dream of i'd be so happy if that happened Mm -hmm. like i probably said that at one point too but now once you do it Mm -hmm. it's like it's like christmas right the best part of christmas is the build-up to anticipation the the just like christmas christmas it's coming up and we're gonna do all these things that we do then christmas day hits Mm -hmm. and it's like it's a big punch in the gut almost like the next day when you're like, fuck, it's over. Yeah, exactly. It's like, by the way, congratulations to you on getting engaged. Hey, thank you. You're going to go through the same thing. It yeah. is this build up to a one day, this one day of your life. Yeah. This wedding that's going to be the best day ever. And you're going to plan for it for two years. And then it's over. Right. Like in what seems like 30 minutes. Yeah. It's fucking over. Yeah. And now you're back to regular life. And I, there's always going to be some problems with this buildup yeah. in your life, whether this is music or whatever. If you spend so much time and energy building something up, mm-hmm. it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt negatively on after it's over. Dude, the anticipation is it's it's so it's so good. I think that's like what I live for. Like when it, I've it done everything, I'm doing the, I'm doing that pop-up thing I've told you about. And like, I've, I've got all this anticipation and, and it's getting to the point it's nerve wracking. Like it's starting to make me like uneasy, but at the same time, like it puts me into overdrive and like, I'm, I start, I start fighting like my body's like telling me like, Whoa, dude. Okay. Take it easy there. Take it easy. Whoa, whoa, it's whoa, like, whoa. No, I have to, I have, have to, to stay up. I've got to work on this. I've got to finish this. I've got to order that. And like, it's just like when we were, putting on summer jam or you guys yeah. put on a show like uh you guys are doing the paramount again yeah. um you guys did the halloween thing yeah we'll talk about that later <laughs> and like you have all this build-up and it's uh, like all the stresses that go along and the whole reason you do it and it's just like like if you go to a wedding if you're a guest at a wedding <laughs> if you go to the halloween ball show if you, you go. go somewhere you just go and you show up and, and you, you don't give a shit about it to be what the table looks like basically <laughs> catering to you though yeah it's like and then you leave and now it's over and like people don't realize that part of it you know what i mean like all the shit that went into it leading up to it right but when you're there the whole time building up building up building up and then it's just it's not like a letdown, but it's like um, it's like an adrenaline kind of letdown. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is because you've been running at full steam, right? Building up to this thing, and then when it's over, what what are you going to put your time and energy towards? Exactly. Well, so does it bring back that cliche of it's not about the destination; it's the journey. It's the journey because it kind of is. Like yeah. you're you're going to look back on you're going to look back on this pop up show as like 
you're going to remember the build up to it and all the work you did. Like yeah. you're probably not going to really remember the actual show of right. selling your stuff. It's probably the, the, the journey of getting there. Right. And, and maybe that's where I, I lose some of my focus, uh, is I, I don't, I'm paying attention so hard to that destination that I'm not paying attention to like what's, what's going into it and being in the moment, building up to those things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough to be in the moment at like at the event itself. Yeah. At the destination. It's very tough to be in the moment, I think. Because, um, like, when you visit a new place, when you have that thing going on, and, like, it's almost like you're trying to take it all in, but you don't want to lose control over it or yeah. something. I don't know if that makes any well, sense Well, because you're not. probably on an itinerary schedule, right. and you got to get going somewhere. Yes. So it's like, it's like I want to enjoy this, but I also don't want to lose focus on, on making sure it's What's what it's goal? supposed to be. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. So I'll tell you a story, man. Like, okay. and, and here's what this episode's all about is that like I was kind of saying earlier is that I'm, I've always been a happy guy and you guys probably, those who know me probably look at me as this optimistic, positive person, which I am. But, um, I think it's important. Like we said that musicians, number one, aren't really talking about this. Men are not really talking about this. And Mm -hmm. I want you to hear personally, like some things that I've have been feeling lately because I, it makes it better for me to talk about it, but it also should hopefully make it okay for you guys to not only talk about your own issues, but also understand that like, no matter where you get in your musical career or your life, you're never going to be fully happy. You know, like it's the mo money, mo problems, or it's, uh, it's just, you're never ever going to get to a spot where you go. Yeah. There it is. Did it. Let's coast on this. It's never going to happen. And if you think (laughs) that's retirement, like, yeah, you're going to get to a spot where you've built up all this money that you saved and you don't have any obligations anymore, but you might get cancer and die the next day, or you might get hit by a car and now you, now you're in a wheelchair. Yeah. Like there's never going to be a right point. And what has been an issue with me is I'm finally realizing like my age, I think. Is that right? I think I'm finally going Now hold on a second. Wait a minute. So like... I'm kind of old now. Like I've been on the earth for a long time and like, I don't know how many years I have left. I'm not invincible. I'm starting to feel this shit. Yeah. I'm not invincible. So am I truly doing things that make me happy? We kind of talked about this on the last episode. This is why I've started to pull some things away. Consolidating. Yes. Your, your time, maybe a little bit more. I want to focus on things that make me happy because in the past I was a yes man. I just did whatever I could. But recently I haven't been able to fully get there because I've had a, I've had a rough series of things that like, okay, so, um, we, we've been planning for this Halloween ball, right? It's so much work. Yeah. It's so much work. It's unbelievable amount of work for is your payoff is, to donate money to a charity, which yeah. is great, mm-hmm. but uh, at the expense of your health kind of a thing, like right. eh, whatever. Um, I also had, I had two different uh, really bad real estate deals, like uh, one that I actually had to get subpoenaed in to like testify oh, no. on behalf of one of my buyers because some bad things happened with the buyer and the seller. Okay. Nothing that I was at fault with, but mm-hmm. like anxiety, like, oh, yeah. whoa, shit, I got to go like talk to a judge and like, Oh man, did I do something wrong or yeah. what? I didn't do anything it's wrong. It's like getting pulled over. It's the same thing. I didn't, didn't do anything, do anything wrong. wrong. But, so but, I, and uh, I had to deal with, I had to deal with knowing that I, when I came back from this vacation that I had to go to do, do this court thing. Uh, so I'm thinking about this while I'm on vacation. Then I had, uh, I won't give too much details on this, but I had a, um, a parent of a client that I was involved with who I never met, like basically threatened me saying that I I did everything wrong in the purchase of of their kids house and like wouldn't leave me alone like harassing phone calls emails really? which I didn't do anything wrong again yeah and I know that I didn't do anything wrong but I still take that shit to heart and I'm of like course. god I got to be able to fix this and what if they write a negative re- review about me so I got these two shitty things hanging over my head yeah. I got uh I'm 100% commission based in real estate right yeah. so I've been in real estate for 12 years. Um, I went, I went like two months without writing a, an offer or getting an offer on any of my listings just wow. recently, like September to October, Yeah, uh, which is like, that means no, that means zero paychecks for two months. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, uh, I haven't done that in probably eight, nine years. 
because I'm focusing so much energy on this Halloween ball and all this yeah. stuff. So I'm not really working too hard. So I have these, th- these things clouding up. Then we get to this Halloween ball, right? Right. Um, we can't, uh, AVP is going to open the show and we're having these issues with my computer playing some of the video feedback during, during rehearsal, during sound check. And then AVP, we're trying to get her stuff loaded and her videos won't work. And, and something's wrong with his new computer I bought. And then, uh, the double tree tells us the day of the event that they're going to switch up how they do tickets, how they said they're going to sell drink tickets instead of letting you go to the bar to buy beers. Uh, And we had no say in this. We had no say in this. Right. And we knew all it was going to do was cause the biggest headache fiasco ever for our event goers. Yeah. And I had, dude, I had a moment. I literally yelled at my wife for nothing. She was asking me a question. I just yelled at her, like couldn't bottle in my emotions, went downstairs and I went behind the stage, like went underneath the stage and just laid down and like lost it. Like just bald. Like really? I haven't cried in forever. Oh my you God. You know, like, cause I'm this manly man. And I don't fucking cry. Right. And yeah. I'm, I got this under control and like all this stuff built up to where I realized like, shit, man, I got too much going on mm-hmm. and I, and I'm not in control. I'm a total control freak, dude. Yeah. Cont- Side note. I yeah. fell off a go-kart when I was 14 some neighborhood kid pulled up in the go-kart said, Hey, let me take you to your house. And I stood on the back of it. And as he started going 20 miles an hour down the street, he started turning the wheel back oh, and yeah, forth. Yeah. And so I Rocking jumped you. off. Cause I'm like, I can't hang on. I jumped off my feet planted on the ground. And I bam, I face planted and broke my collarbone. And I think, I think that's why I have control issues. Like I, yeah. I couldn't let you drive on a jet ski or a motorcycle without right. me being driver. Right. Okay. So I've always been in control. Everything like, let me play on the Halloween ball. I can do this. Let me play on the paramount. I can do this. Yep. I'll head this up. Cause if, if you do it, it's probably not going to get done or it's not going to get done. Right. It's not going to be done the right it's way. It's not going to be done the right way. And, and I'm finally realizing that like, I can't do that, man. I've yeah. got to give control up to yeah. somebody and I've got to let them, uh, take over. I can't be doing all this shit. Yeah. I can't be letting all this stupid shit bother me. No shit. Uh, and, and dude, and I'm, I'm happy to tell people that like breakdowns happen, man. Like yeah. they, they totally happen. And, um, I'm, I get, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I don't have to be this happy person to like be me. Right. Correct. Yeah. I don't have to be in control to be me. Mm-hmm. And so this whole end of the year into 2020, man, I'm really going to focus on, I haven't been focusing on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't done any self care to make sure that my mental state is good. Cause I'm always worried about everybody else. Yeah. Why, why did I care about the Halloween balls? Cause I cared about 1800 people that I did barely that I didn't know mm-hmm. coming to the event to make sure they had a really good time. Right. So I had the reason we created the Halloween ball was to have fun. I don't have fun there. I have fun for about 75 minutes on stage with my, with my bandmates. Yep. And the two months leading up and the two weeks after I have zero fun. Yep. So like something's got to change, dude. And I think first step for anybody out there listening is if you're unhappy, you gotta, you gotta take the initiative and make a change mm-hmm. that you're in control. There's nothing else but you. Yeah. You, there's literally nothing else but you in this world. Mm-hmm. Like you have the power to make those changes and to send your life down a better path. And so that's what I'm planning on doing, man. That's why I kind of stepped away from the, the music scene group because, you know, again, when it comes to musicians, you know, like why, why do, why, why am I trying to be the guy that like helps everybody out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know there are people that care, but again, what, what, why, why, you know, why, why am I devo- devo- devoting my interest in my actions to, to something that doesn't bring me happiness? Again? Right. And, but, but this podcast, like, that's why I think this is one of the most important episodes we've done is that to bring this out into the open so that you guys can feel comfortable talking about this too, because I can sit here and tell you how many times you should post on Facebook. Right. But like, who gives a fucking shit? Yeah. How about like, Hey man, make sure you're taking care of yourself because I care about you. Your community cares about you. Your family cares about you. We want you to be happy and healthy and whether you're creating music or not, just be around. Like yeah. we want you guys to be here. We want us to be here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which well, it just goes back, man. It's the, the stress of success, Yeah, you know? And it's like, um, there's a, there's a couple of things 
in there, especially on the idea of control. I know that there's a lot of people, I think, I think a lot of musicians even tend to be control freaks or they've got to have a hand on something. I know I'm that way. Um, and I know there are times and I've, you know, I've got friends that listen to this and everything. And there are times like I've had to have my hand on it. Like, and, but there are times that I was afraid to let go of the reins or give them to somebody else right. altogether. Cause the idea is like, well, if I do it, it'll be a, it'll be a nine or a 10 cause I can do it. And I'll, I know that I can divulge all my power right. and efforts to it to make it a nine or a 10. If, if I can do it, I could, I'll make it a nine or a 10. And the problem is, is that if I give it to somebody else, I think it's going to be a six or maybe it's going to be a seven. And I don't know. But the problem is, or the idea is, is like to, to the outside, what's the difference in the end if that part of it was a six or a seven? What's the difference? What's the difference? <laughs> so give it up, you know? Yeah, and just, so you can focus on the other things, just like you say, give those things up. And if you let them go, then you let them go. Then you've got your happiness, the things that you want to make attend. The things that matter, like yeah, your health and your mental stability correct. and your happiness yeah. over... A bunch of people's flash in a pan two hours of their life. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And I, I think um, that was a big reason why uh, why I threw myself so hard into Wolf Den Wears. Hundred percent. Because I'm I do control. I, I can control every aspect of this almost. And then when it did become too big, then I handed off some of those aspects to people that were either doing it with me or I they do it the same way I do. Yeah. I guess, but it started because I was like, well, I've, I've had my, I've had all these other adventures, like ventures that I've been a part of that I've tried to give up, you know, and just release things We make it a three leg, make it, you know, we're a band. Everybody takes on aspects, but then I didn't like the way you did it. And then I get irritated and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when I, I was like, I can control everything. With Wolf Den. So, I mean, maybe that's very selfish of me, though. Maybe. It might get to a point where you're going to have to hire some people, you know, and that's the goal. Yeah. But then that's your test moving forward is can you you start this on the right foot and start divulging it? It, Dude, one of the most important things we've talked about on this uh, podcast is the dividing up the powers of the band. Yeah. And making sure, because we all know you're listening. If you're listening to this, you're probably the person that like does the most in your band because you want to learn. You're actually actively being like, I got ideas for my band. We all know there are people that care more about the band than other music, the other members of the band do. Right. That's fine. Right. But dividing up powers and making sure that you're not the one doing everything because you're going to yeah. build resentment yeah. uh, for your other musicians for not doing that. And, and here's the thing, even if you're really good at something, I'm really good at marketing and mm-hmm. doing social media, but there are other people that probably do it better or, or cleaner than I do, or, mm-hmm. or just faster than I do it, that I should be open to listening to them about what they have to say. I don't know everything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, dude, and then you think about like, um, the instant gratification of society now, that's been another, um, thing that I've realized is that social media is causing some major, major mental problems with people in this world. This, this instant gratification where I noticed something the other day, like we all care about, the red bubbles. Like I can open up my phone right now and see all the red bubbles yeah. and everything. And like the notifications and the, I got some text messages. I got some emails. I got some, yeah. somebody commented on that fucking decade photo that I just shared. Oh my God, yeah. 2009, <laughs> 2019. But what you realize is like, once you get to opening it, you almost don't care anymore. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you care more that people that send you there. an email, but then like, you don't even really read the email. That's right. Or that you got somebody, Posted all these happy birthday posts, but I'm not going to read them all. Right. Because, I mean, like, whatever. I don't care what they say. I just yeah. want to know that, that I got them. Yeah. And that's a, that's a mind fucked in itself about social media and how it's fucking us up so hard, dude. I've still, I'm happy to say it's been more than a month since I've had the app on my phone. Okay, good. I have not cool. had the Facebook app on my phone. Yeah. Um, there's been times where I've had to log into it on a desktop because I, I have to use things for work and for right, the band. Right. But, like... Really trying to make an effort to put down the phone, put it in another room when I get home, yep. 
uh, not getting on the app on all these social media apps just because I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to take, I'm realizing how deep I am and how deep all of us are into this yeah. world. It's gonna, it's, you can't just be like, yeah, no big deal. I don't need a phone anymore. It's, it's virtually impossible. It's We're so same deep. as having a car, man. You, yeah. it's, it's a requirement for work. You have like, it used to be, do you have a reliable mode of transportation <laughs> to get to and from your job? And like, you have to check that box and say yes. But now you also have to have a, reliable form of contact contact so you have to have a phone <laughs> yes and that is fucked up because it's what's slowly killing all of us and we we're gonna look back I, i'm convinced of this in 20 years 30 years 40 years 50 years they're gonna look back as the creation of social media and the creation of like the everything in the palm of your hands was a big fuck up mm. I, I really think there, I mean, there's been so much great things that have happened. There's and, been, yeah, there's a lot of great things. There's a lot of bad things. Oh God, you know? dude. Like there's, it's tough to say. I mean, that was, a, that was another, like, you know, it was a technology is like another industrial revolution when the internet and then my, MySpace and Facebook happened, you know, it was just like this big, huge, it's been boom, a great tool, you know? And yeah, it's been it's a wonderful how we all tool. Keep in touch with each and, other. You know, it's funny though, because I, I, I decided, I decided that me, I would say that to myself, those exact things. Okay. There was always this meme of, of like, uh, I think it was like, I don't know. It was like an old meme is like a Batman thing, a cartoon Batman. Right, right. And he said, like wants to delete Facebook but uses it as a as a mode to promote my band, free promotion for yeah. my band, or yeah. free free promotion my, uh, as a marketing tool. And I realize that that's an excuse. It totally is. It's an excuse because <laughs> like, I need this for my job. I, well, I mean, I, I need got, this. I gotta have it because I'm in this band, and like, it's like, okay, first of all, you, you're in a band, and but your band is what? Okay, <laughs> and also nobody cares. <laughs> that's right. And so, like, if I'm gonna be really harsh on myself for a second, I could get by with it probably without doing that. And honestly, if I focus less on that, I'd probably do a whole lot of other cool things for like my brands, my band, like whatever. What yeah, happened. you'd have more time to focus that's on that right. shit. And so. So like it was always an excuse and I, I, I dabble with deleting the app. Actually, what I started doing is I started put taking the Facebook app out of like place and oh, I put it in nice. a different so place on my just phone. going to, you like, can't just reach for it. That's right. I Where did the Facebook app I have go? to actively search for it. And okay. I, I also turned off the bubble. Okay. You turned off the bubble. turned off the red bubble on Facebook. So I don't know. I don't get notifications. Because now they notify you over the dumb. They're like, that's oh, by the way, um, I just want to let you know that yeah. someone you haven't talked to in a long time just updated their yeah. status. Hey, make sure you wave at this person. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Sean Pryor poked you. You better <laughs> yeah. fucking poke him back, okay? That's, that's but that's those are little things I started doing because I was I, I deleted it for a little bit. Yep. And then I put it back on. And I was like, because because it's kind of like cleansing if you do it for a week. Yeah, it feels you, good. you're not as reaching for you, it. You yeah, know? correct. But then you kind of you find your way back into the cycle. Yep. And then so I I deleted it again, and then I then I did the, the trick on myself, and it's it's been working a lot cool. better. So I've been I put it like in a completely different spot of my phone from all my other yep. stuff that I might look at like email and maybe Instagram. I still use Instagram by the way, not not, inst- not totally close. But Instagram's fine because it's not <laughs> it's not bullshit. It's just like here's a photo with a caption you're probably not even going to read. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're only going to read this caption if you think the photo's interesting or cool. No, that's that's 100%. Or Facebook is everything but that. Yeah. It is everything but that. Yeah. And we've talked about it before. It's j- no one you have to come to the realization that no one cares. It's that's very true. I think once you actually make that realization, yes. then you start doing it like maybe this sounds cliché, then you start doing it for yourself yes. if you're going to do it anyway. I was going to make yeah. the 2009 to 2019 Picture post that everybody's making. That's the new rage right yeah, now, yeah. right? Because I was on today because tickets went on sale for the Paramount, so I had to be on Facebook all right, morning. Right, right. And I started to make it, and then I went, whoa, hold on. Yeah. No one cares. I didn't look at anyone's <laughs> photo, and there was 200 of them. I just kept scrolling past them because yep. it was dumb and annoying. Yep. What makes me think <laughs> that I'm important enough and that people care enough about my photos? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just think... I just think that once you realize like you're doing the post for like something that's important to you yep. rather than the pander, <laughs> I think that's way more, it's yeah. way better. But then, you know, it's funny. You'll probably get, you'll probably get better reactions to that stuff anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, 
I don't know, man. But there, there's some. I had some more things on here. Like now yeah. that we're kind of talking about that, um, some things that, um, some things that help. I think we should talk about things that can help. If you're in a rough spot, or you're just not feeling good mentally, or you just want to be better yeah. at being a human, um, th- I, you can give me some of your own ideas. But I've I started uh, Molly, Molly and I started just like couples therapy, just because like we'd never really done it. Oh, okay. We did that like two years ago, and we'll go every couple months or something like that. And then I'll go just by myself just because I'm like, I want to talk about some stuff. Okay. Talking to a therapist is one of the greatest things. It's, it's very like, Oh, you talk to a therapist. You're, you must be wrong. Like something must be wrong with you. It's like, no, it's actually really great to talk to a, a licensed person that you don't know that has some really good feedback for you about some of the things that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Um, and there are a lot of therapies covered on like, your uh, health insurance. Really? Like you should look at you, anybody listening, look into it, like t- uh, talk with your insurance and say, Hey, uh, do I get a discount or do I get some coverage for like uh therapist type stuff? You know, interesting that, that has been great. Um, I've been off and on with yoga for two or three or four years. Um, I noticed that when I do that regularly, uh, things feel so much better. My body feels so much better. Yeah. Um, I, we, Molly and I got into uh, transcendental meditation couple years ago really and i fell out i fell out of it a little bit um but what is is that so transcendental meditation it's a a form of meditation yeah uh it there's different schools of of thought on how you should meditate you know there's uh like the active projection meditation this is literally a bringing your brain down to nothing kind of a meditation practice you don't you have to pay money to learn about it (laughs) which i thought was so weird at first but it it does make it a little more sacred that you you're spending the time to learn from a, a real person that can teach you how to do this instead of the internet yeah uh, so that whenever I actively do that for a, a couple days in a row, I notice my brain feels so much better and f- less stress. Um, do what? Just having some alone time, dude. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're in a, a house with a lot of people or you're at work all day talking to people, just having those moments of nothing, no music, no television, no phone. Yeah. So that could be a meditation or a workout or something like that. Um, getting off social media it's got to be something we all focus on. I think uh, that's huge to, to make our mental health better. Uh, shit, man, like animals, you know, you just got a new dog. Just got a new dog. I know that I've said this, like, I mean, really 2018, 2019 were probably the best, most successful years. I put that in quotation, like successful yeah. years I've had career wise, music wise, life wise, but they're also probably some of like the most, stressful, unhappy years I've had overall, Yeah, like highs and lows were much more massive than just even keel, you know? Um, and having my cat who everybody knows about, I got him in like (laughs) 2016. There'll be times when I literally just, I just hold him, you know? And, and they, they say something about cats purring, like can actually soothe you. And I've noticed that too. So like therapy die, I hate when people make fun of like, uh, emotional support animals because yeah. they're, they're fucking real. They man. are. They are real. Animals are like one of the be- most kindest creatures. If people think that that's a that's a joke, if you own an animal, that's an emotional support mm-hmm. animal. Okay, it's just not registered. You have one. It's just okay. not registered, dude. <laughs> that's it. Uh, and that and like um, you know, working out. Uh, you know, we we talk, we're talking about mental health, but also like it's really hard as a musician to you know you get done playing at two in the morning and then you're you're still wide awake at three in the morning so you cook a pizza and yep. like we don't eat that well Take the easy route any way we can when 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 we can traveling to small town iowa for lunch like you're gonna stop at a casey's and get some slices of yeah greasy casey's pizza yep. um so like making some time for to, to just go on a walk or get on a treadmill or ride a bike in the summertime i think can be very helpful there, there's a direct link between your physical health and how you eat versus your uh, mental health too. Yeah. I mean, like they're all tied together. I'll absolutely attest to that <laughs> because, because right? I've been, I go through, I go through stints. I, uh, I, I, I call myself a, uh, a serial crash. Like 
dieter and oh, exerciser. Yeah. Go nuts and I just then go just crazy, quit. man. Like I've done, I don't know if you ever heard of like the insanity program. I did. I did that once I've done that. I've done that three times. Really? Yeah. With <laughs> Sean T? With Sean T. <laughs> I've done that over like three times and two of those times were like in the course of a year. Yeah. Know? And, but then you keep it, you try to keep up an active lifestyle. So I just couldn't. It's hard. But it's tough. But even just car- like, you don't have to go nuts. You don't have yeah. to like crash like that. Like even if you can just put on your schedule three times a week to just get on a treadmill yeah. and just walk for 30 minutes. Yeah. Like the, the little things will add up, you know? And then, I mean, we obviously got to talk about, um, you know, the problem with being a musician we just talked about is, uh, you know, the late nights, uh, not keeping care of your body. We mm-hmm. all go through like, we have to drink while yeah. we're out partying, you know, like while we're playing, like I, I, I got to have some beers and then, you know, you get home inevitably, like I come home from a gig, I'm going to like pour myself a glass of whiskey and like yeah. bask in how great it was. But, right. like, but like, you know, the, the alcoholism and the drug abuse can really take hold if, if you're just saying, Oh, I only, I only drink when I'm playing, but yeah. like you practice three times a week with your band, you drink there, right. you, you're drinking at the shows. You got to go drink when you see other people's shows. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not preaching to the choir on this one because I definitely think I have a mild form of alcoholism. Okay. I really do, man. I, I haven't probably gone more than 24 hours without an alcoholic drink. In the last five, six years, I'm I'm a very casual, like come home from work, pour a nice glass of whiskey. Yeah. Uh, Maybe, maybe have two of them. Maybe have two beers. I'm not going to get hammered every night, but like I'm sort of dependent upon coming home and having alcohol. Is it a reward for you? Yeah. That's how I'm treating it as a reward. Yeah. And I would, I think, I don't know if I'm ready for it. I'm making a lot of changes in my life. Right. But I don't know if I'm quite ready for the, like, let's go 30 days without alcohol. I really enjoy a good whiskey, and I don't think I go too hard on it. But <laughs> but that's probably inner Mike going, don't give it up. It's so fun. Yeah. But, but I, dude, I made a list here. Like, just to, just to talk about how important this is. There, just in the last, uh, you know, couple years, we've had some insane top people from the top of the music spectrum commit suicide who you think are probably having the living the best life, all this money, everybody loves them. They've got all this fame. We're talking Chris Cornell, uh, Chester Bennington, uh, Avicii, like all these people that are making so much money and living a rock star life that are committing suicide. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the people that likely they, maybe they committed suicide, through an overdose or would have eventually gotten to the spot of suicide. You've got Scott Weiland, Prince, Tom Petty, Wayne Static, Mac Miller, Whitney Houston, Amy Winehouse, Lane Staley. I literally oh, was man. just trying to think of some names yeah. of these people that you think have it all that, that just said, no, I'm very depressed. Yeah. I'm terribly depressed because they, they, they turn to drugs and they turn to alcohol as a way to cope mm-hmm. instead of maybe trying to make their mind right a little better. Um, so I, I mean, the whole point of all this is to like, what's the word? It's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Like we're no, none of us are okay. Mm -hmm. If you look at somebody and be like, Hey, they got it all. Chances are they're very unhappy and they're just outwardly projecting things that, that will make them look like you think they're happy. You know, like it's, it's, it's fine to be human is to not be happy and to not Mm -hmm. be okay all the time. Yeah. And, and so like, you got to, you got to realize where you're not unhappy. You got to realize what is making you unhappy Mm -hmm. and then try to figure out ways to change it. Most importantly, I think don't figure out what's making you unhappy, figure out what makes you truly happy. See, that's, I think the change, right? Because if you focus on, well, that's not making me happy, then you're not, you're not thinking of a way that maybe that's going to change that. But if you're like, man, that really makes me happy. Like I should do more of that. That not this legitimately makes me happy. Yeah. Not how do I stop doing the stuff that makes me? How do I do more of what makes me happy? Yes. It's it's a it's a small it's difference. It's a simple question, right? Yeah. And it's a very small difference. And you could say it's the same thing, AJ. You idiot. But it's like no, it's a different thing because one is one is focused around a positive mindset yep. and one is focused around a negative very mindset. True. And that's the small difference that it would take. What what makes me happy? I should just do more of I that. I should do more of that. That's so right. so is it is it your kids? Is it your wife? Is it your friends? Is it sports? Is it your animals? Is it is it church? Is it reading? Is it watching movies, working out, traveling? Like what makes you happy? Focus on doing that more. Yeah. Cuz if you can get happy in that aspect of your life, you can find something that makes you happy. That will probably spread to everything you do. Yeah. Your work life, your personal life, your music life. 
Uh, right? Uh, it oh, yeah. sounds really simple for us to say. It's it's hard to do. No, but. I mean, it, well, and the sad thing is, is oftentimes positivity doesn't spread near as quick and easy as negativity Dude, does. You um, literally nailed it with that. <laughs> it's very sad, you but it's You nailed it with that. If if you have 100 people that love Wolf Den Wares yeah. and think your shit is the best, but, but you have one person that says something negative, yeah. not only is that negative person going to be the one that's going to speak out about it, yeah. as opposed to these 100 people, but it's going to be the one you're going to focus on. Exactly. You're not going to give a shit that 100 people... I'm going to dwell on that for how long? dumbass yeah. is having a bad day and he took it out on you. Yeah. And we make, dude, we make light. In fact, I'm going to show you, uh, we have a new mean tweets coming out okay. and it's probably the best one we've ever done. I'm okay. going to show it to you after this, okay, good. but we make, we make, is that self, self de- deprivating? Like where you deprecating? deprecating? Yeah. I say that wrong. Every time. Okay. I'm an English major and I say words wrong, <laughs> but like, yeah, like where you, you're making fun of the fact that people don't like you. Like yeah. it's a really great way to bring light to how dumb it is. Um, but also at the same time, like, it's like, okay, do we need to be putting as much effort into these negative things or is it because we're laughing at them? Are we okay at that? Yeah. I don't know. That That's a whole nother story, but we do have a new one okay. that I'm going to show you all about it. <laughs> that's great. Uh, Cause I think it's pretty funny. Uh, I also wrote down a couple of things I wrote down. Um, have you seen the newer Dave Chappelle? Oh yeah. Okay. So do you, do you remember that there's a line that stuck out with me big time? Okay. He said, um, I can't, I'm going to paraphrase it here, but he said, uh, he goes, when, you know, everybody nowadays, everybody's got anxiety, anxiety about this, anxiety about that. And he's like, he's like, I do too. But he's like, it wasn't when I was young, it wasn't called anxiety. It was called feeling weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause I feel like I'm a little older than you, but yeah, there was really no such thing as anxiety. Yeah. And, and you couldn't get diagnosed with OCD or attention deficit disorder or anxiety issues. It was just like, yeah, you're just feeling weird. Yeah. Where nowadays this stuff is way more into the open. Um, and I, I've noticed that like I have developed some anxieties, maybe I've developed them or now I finally know what they are Yeah. compared I, to just shutting them away. You know, I think that's the big part of it. Cause I think I've like some similar things that like anxiety, I hundred yeah. percent believe never gone to a doctor for it. I just don't like going to doctors. It's not like anything like doctors or criminals. It's not anything like that. I just don't like going to a doctor. Maybe it's a little bit of self-denial or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Whole another podcast. Whole I'm sure. Another podcast for that. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like, I've never gone because I, I have a little bit of stigma about that. Like to, to say like, Oh, I'm going to go. And then like, people are like, Oh, you take an anxiety medication. And it's like, well, yeah, but like people should not deprive themselves of those things no. though. Don't like, be a tough guy yeah. and be like, I don't need that. I don't want people to know I have anxiety. It's like, yeah. or, or do you just want to be better? Because yeah. you can't change it. It's just so weird because I never slapped a name on it until right. it started becoming a thing. You that's know what I mean? I, that's kind of like what Dave Chappelle was saying. Yeah. He's like, oh, this is something that I have. You didn't identify it. You know, if you gave it a name, then it became real. And if you don't give it a name, then it's something that's just like you get over it. Right, right. You'll you be know? fine. You'll so, get over it. Right. And so, but then I realized, you know, then you talk just like all the like stars and like musicians that you just talked about yeah. that maybe they didn't put a name on it either at that point, or maybe they finally did, you know, and it became too real for them. Like, you don't know. It, there's don't know. just, there's just the, like the whole point of this is that their depression is real. Anxiety is real. Yeah. Um, mental health and self care are so important. Mm-hmm. And like, we're finally getting to the age where we can all like, it's okay to talk about it. And it's very important. And again, like, I love you, AJ. I love everybody in this group. I love anyone that's listening. Like, I want you to be healthy and happy. And mm-hmm. so, like, if you're not, make, take some steps to being healthy because then you can keep creating music and you can keep having great moments with your friends on stage and mm-hmm. just living a good life, dude. And, yeah. like, we, you know, we've all probably known people that have taken their lives and you're like, fuck, how could they do that? That's such a selfish way out. It's mm-hmm. like, well, dude... The mind is a powerful thing. I right. had so so I've never I've never had like a suicidal thought before. Okay. Cuz I'm a happy guy, right? Like I never have. <laughs> I used to remember like 10 years ago I'd be on a plane and I'd be like this plane could crash and I could die today, but I don't, that can't happen. Cause I have all these things that I want to do with my life. And like this plane can't crash. I remember vividly thinking these things, yeah. but I also like, when I f- was flying to uh, back home from uh, Oregon yeah. or from uh, from Maine, from Maine, I remember like I had a couple cocktails in the airport. I was like, 
Fuck it. It was <laughs> fuck it. It was a good run. If this plane goes down, whatever. I guess is what it is. Yeah, like I, I'm getting older. I've had yep. some great experiences and like whatever. So like you could call that a a suicidal thought, I guess. But like at the same time, like you know, like we got to just have good. We got to have a reason to be around. Mm-hmm. We got to have a reason to, to, this is literally all we have. This fucking chance is all we have. Right. And you need to have things that not only you're working towards, but things that make you happy and know that people, you're making people happy by being here. Yeah. Um, and you know that you can call me anytime. You can text me anytime. Same for AJ. hundred percent. Dude, there's uh, that amazing logic song. 1-800-273-8255 suicide hotline. It's the wow. name of his song. It's genius. That's yeah. the name of his song. Uh, I've also been listening to a lot of Mike Posner. Do you know Mike Posner? I do know Mike Posner. Did you see his music video that he put out a couple years ago? Uh, which one? Okay, so he was the, I took a pill in Ibiza, in Ibiza guy, you know? I took okay. a pill in Ibiza. Yeah. He's this partier. Um, I'm going to link the video. I'll have you link the video. Okay. But... Um, he went, he was like this famous dude, right? Life was going good. But like his dad got a, got a brain tumor and died. His best friend died. Uh, his label dropped him. Like all these bad things happened. And it was this huge wake up call for him to be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I need to make some changes and be right. happy. And so he walked across America. He walked across the United States just recently. Took him like seven months. Really? Walked across the United States. Cause he's like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on doing things I want to do just because I want to do them. Yeah. Not because I'm supposed to, but because I want to. Mm-hmm. And so there's a video of him documenting that whole process of him being like, these bad things happened. I got sad. Then I realized I need to be happy. And so like I did these things and it's, it's so cool. So then he put out a new album with all this insanely, the dude's in a whole new mind frame. Yeah. And, and he's got all these insane lyrics about just like literally you, this is all we have. You got to enjoy it. Right. So instead of worrying about bullshit and sitting on the couch and watching friends reruns, like go outside, go do something. Yeah. Do something you've never done. Yeah. I made a list a, a couple years ago of like hundred things I want to do before I die. And I haven't touched many of them. Now I'm like, I got to fucking touch these. Yeah. I got to start knocking these off. So I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense or, or what, but. Well, it makes a lot of sense. I, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll add in some things that I've been uh, doing lately to, yeah. to also put myself in a better mindset. Like when we get to travel, we got to do some traveling lately. You just came back recently, didn't we you? We just came yeah. back from a place that was, uh, that was amazing. You know, like the traveling process is for some reason very like peaceful to me. It kind of is, isn't Alicia it? Alicia gets a little stressed and so in the, <laughs> in the airport it. and I'm just like, I'm like, this is fine. Like I love, love this. Airports. I'm good. I like airports. <laughs> like if I could travel for my job, I probably would. For but, three months. For then, three months, I'd probably get it. sick of it. But you know, it takes the, 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 the beauty of it right out. But, um, but like, I like doing that. I like being in an airport cause it, it make kind of shuts you off. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to do here? You can't do anything here. What are you going to do? I babe? mean, you could take your laptop. I didn't, but you know, but then like, um, I have a friend who has a business that's, he's a personal trainer and we, we like, we started doing, uh, I started doing sessions with him. Nice. And so like, he's, he's helping me out with like fitness and stuff. You doing know? it right. You're taking Do, the yeah. time to make sure you do this right. Right. And he comes to the house. He travels cool. for it. Cool. You know what I mean? So like, that's a big deal. Fit travelers plug for him. Fit travelers. Cause he's a really good dude and he, you know, he's good at his job. Um, but then, uh, try, try not to drink as much. Trying to. Part of and our, I just gave you a, a glass to pour your beer into <laughs> yeah, as a present. No, I'll put apple juice in it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like you know, uh, but part of the other podcast I do is like all about beer. Yeah, I love drinking beer mostly because I like trying it. Yes. Um, but like you know, I'm trying to not like trick myself into relaxing with one. You right. know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, you know, stuff like that. But I've also I also find it pretty like easy going and cathartic if i just you know so i said to a friend i was like i'm gonna go grab a beer and he's like oh who are you going with i said no one dude and i just i go to a bar just by myself don't talk to anybody i don't don't need to talk to anybody i try to stay off my phone yes yes that is huge i try to stay off my phone i try to have a beer maybe two and then around it's like people watch and like do stuff like conversations that's right just like little things like yeah. that, you know, just little things. So having a, having a lunch, having lunch by yourself is mm. really awesome. It is. Like, <laughs> I, I love, I love eating by myself. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> and just trying to stay off my phone and just being like, wow, this French fry is delicious. Yeah, that's right. Just en- <laughs> enjoy the bad food I'm probably putting in my phone. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever. whatever. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, that's just a couple of things like we've been trying to do. We've been trying to spend, like, Alicia and I try to spend more time together and we doing like the traveling and doing like that kind of stuff. It's been, it's been helpful though. Finding you know? things that you really care about. Yeah. Is that exactly. step number one? Yeah. What actually do you care about? And then step two is implementing them. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, you, and you hate to hear when people are like, Oh, I could never travel. And I just don't have the money for it. It's like, well, you're, there are things you can get rid of in your life to save money for whatever you want. hundred percent. Um, you know, it's, it's identifying those things. Like if you don't have enough money to travel, f- figure out what you can eliminate. Yeah. Do you really need to have, Disney Plus. That's right. <laughs> which is pretty, Mandalorian is pretty good, dude. Uh, I oh haven't my watched God. it yet. It's really good. Do you need that? Uh, do you right. need Netflix and Hulu and HBO? And do you need all that you stuff? So all, all of a sudden, if you options. can. If you can get rid of cable and you can get rid of that, and now you're saving 50 bucks a month. That's so right. now you got a travel fund, right? Yep. Don't take that money and go buy a new outfit. Take it and. And throw it in a savings account. Do you need a new video game? Do you need another six-pack of beer? Like, How much do you care? That's right. If you say all you want to do is travel, how much do you really want to travel? You can probably get by to do that actually pretty easily. Check out Scott's Cheap Flights. You ever check that out? No. Scott's Cheap Flights. Look I it just up. booked a flight today. Damn it. You need to look <laughs> it up right now. No, it's like Scott's Cheap Flights. Uh, I do this every now and again just to tease myself. Just to see what's going on? It's like, hey... Um, would you like to go to Amsterdam for $238 round trip? Yes. Great. Yes, I would like to. <laughs> and you can do that. You want to go to you want to go to Tokyo for $349 yep. round trip? Yep. Great. You can go ahead and do that. And like they find all these listings. It's an email list. You sign up for yeah. it. They send out international listings. Just here you go. These are probably going to be live for guessing yep. about two days before they find the mistake. Oh, totally. And you can yeah. book it. You can hurry up and book that. Yeah. They can't re- They can't report. They can't it. undo it from you. And you can book it between like March of 2020 yes, of and 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 right. May. Guess what I'll be doing when I get home. There you Scott's go. Scott's cheap flights. Scott's cheap flights, man. All there right, you so, go. You can travel. So <laughs> as we go out of this, for anybody who's still listening, whether you want to post it in the group or not, or whether you just want to write this down, sometimes it helps to write these things down. Come up with literally two goals that mm-hmm. that you legitimately want to accomplish that will that will bring some happiness to your life. Yeah. And and one should be musical. And remember, like just because it's a bigger show doesn't guarantee that this is a happiness thing. Mm-hmm. Think about something that will legitimately make you happy. Is it just that perfect moment on stage at, at that perfect gig? Or is it playing a show out of state or something like that? Yeah. What is that goal for 2020? And what is your personal goal for 2020? Like I know yeah. what, I know what mine are and I've actually written them down and I want both of these things to happen in 2020 and nothing's going to stop me from getting these to happen. All right. Because I know that they mean something. Yeah. And I know they're going to make me happy. So everybody out there, hopefully this, uh, wasn't too rambling of a, <laughs> I think we had some good points I think in there's there. Some good, there's some great stuff in there. And just remember, please re, like find some, find something to keep your sanity. No doubt. Keep, keep your, quit being a fucking asshole just because like, just because just st- stop reading about politics, get off of Facebook. I guarantee you'll be a happier person. Yeah. It's what, whatever you're surrounding yourself with is kind of what you're going to become. That's so right. If you're just reading negative political posts on Twitter you're going to be a fucking wreck. Don't trick yourself into becoming a workaholic for the fact of being a workaholic. Yeah. To just be a self-martyr like I have done. Yeah. <laughs> to say, look what I do. And then I don't even, I don't even like to say like, look yeah. what I do because then I feel like I'm being an asshole. But then you're just like, don't become a person though that's trying to just work on stuff just to work on stuff. Find something, make a goal, and then work towards that. Just like you said, put down your two goals. You, you, dude, you know what I would always say if I'd see, run into you in public over the last 10 years? Be like, how you been, man? I'd be like, oh, busy, busy, I'm busy. Yeah. Like, not even if I was really that busy, I would just say busy because, yeah. like, yeah, I'm hard worker, I'm a busy guy. Yeah. That's not a good, you don't want to be busy. Yeah. That's not a good thing. You can find a middle ground. So like I'm challenging myself, even if I am really busy, I'm not saying busy anymore. Yeah. 
I'm just being like, yeah, doing really well. Doing well, trying to do my thing. Doing my thing, bro. Focus on what's important. Did you get your Paramount Theater tickets yet? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, what do you got for plugs on the way out? I know you got your pop-up show. When is that going to happen, man, do for the, people that don't know? Yeah, if uh, uh, since since I get that opportunity to say it, I'll pop-up shop. I'm going to do an Iowa City pop-up shop. Fuck yes. For Iowa, in Iowa City, um, the Ped Mall uh, in Iowa City, it's December 6th through the 8th. Okay, so it's you only just go down to the Ped Mall and find your shop. Yeah, right? you, they have these three cool pop up shops. You can stop in. I'll be selling a bunch of stuff, like old stuff. I got to give me stuff. one of them hotel motel uh, keychains. Yeah, well, if you get one of those, you get discounts on stuff, yeah. and you get like entries into what's going to be our biggest giveaway that I've ever yeah. done. Uh, in the history You're of giving away your house, basically. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we're giving away we're giving away a bunch of stuff uh, leading up to the pop up shop. If you get a hotel tag, Mike, you can get like another that's, entry into that's it. That's all I want. So yeah, and then I'll buy everything else. I, especially well, if it's in that. black, bro. <laughs> 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 so, but that's that's all I got like coming up, man. Uh, as of right now, I think, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm hyped for it. That's gonna so, be awesome. Yeah. Any shows? No shows nothing, as nothing of right now. Yet. Nothing. Yeah, you're worried about this stuff. Yeah, don't oh, don't put too much on your plate. That's right. I'm trying to trying to make sure I stick to that. Yep. I'm trying not not to say yes. Trying don't to say yes, no. Man. I've always to, been a yes man. Yeah. Just say no. It kind of feels good sometimes. Yeah. So I'm saying I'm saying no to the stuff that I know I need to say no to. I, I said no to like six different things this week. Wow. That I normally would have probably said yes to. Is that right? Feels awesome. Yeah. Feels so good, dude. Yeah, I got a uh, Paramount show just got uh, updated. Uh, tickets are on sale now for right. Tornadoes Paramount, February 15th. Very cool. If you want to come see some fun stuff, we'll be doing that. Uh, we're going for the three-peat. Three-peat? Three sellouts in a row. <laughs> that might be it for us. Uh, and then, I'm, dude, I'm guest drumming with Tom's Top 8. Oh, on yeah, Wednesday, that's the right. night before Thanksgiving. Oh my god! So probably yeah, coming up here soon. I'm so excited. That'll be rad. I've realized one of the things that makes me happy is playing music with people. Mm-hmm. So I've reached out to two different bands now. Okay, and they've both agreed to let me play some songs. The other one we can't announce yet. Okay, but right. Tom Stop Eight. I'm jamming two songs with those fellas at Tailgaters on Wednesday. That's awesome. So I can't wait. Man. That'll be super fun, man. I've never been able to be in like. The pop punk, the band. pop punk scene. You know? It's always in the hardcore <laughs> band. So yeah, yeah, yeah. finally they'll accept me. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's awesome, all we man. got, man. What? Uh, anything else, or should we just call this call this over? I think that's it, man. Put the stamp on it. It's in the Fucking books. Stamp it. Yeah. Well, episode thirty nine. Uh, I hope that that makes a lot of sense because we want to get some substance. Yeah, for sure. Out there. So we've got a couple other good things in mind that aren't just as like. Make sure your make sure your email list is uh, <laughs> Facebook. We got some substance coming up. Make right? sure your content make is sure native. <laughs> make sure your photos are high res. <laughs> Cue the fucking music. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here, man. Uh, Bye. Bye.